Hi, I'm Gavin Carlson, and this is Out of Bounds, Daily Bruins Sports Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Out of Bounds, the official sports podcast of the Daily Bruin. As always, I'm your host, Gavin Carlson, a fourth-year sports staff writer here at the Daily Bruin. And as you can see, if you're on our YouTube channel, we have two first-time guests <laughs> for this episode. We're talking women's basketball, and so I have... Last year's editors for the women's basketball beat at the Daily Bruin, and now two senior sports staff writers. Lauren Wang, how are you doing? Welcome to the pod. I'm swell. I just came off a YRL nap, <laughs> uh, feeling nice and fresh, ready for this debut. Swell. I love it. <laughs> and we have the other senior sports staff writer, Miss Grace Whitaker. How are you doing? Welcome to the pod. I'm great. Thanks for having me, Gavin. Heck yes. We're very excited. We're doing a little women's basketball sort of preview. Um, it feels like this is the most exciting season in a while for UCLA women's basketball for a multitude of re reasons. Charisma Osborne, one of the greatest Bruins of all time, is back. Lauren Betts transfers from Stanford to UCLA. So many exciting storylines and also the fact that the anticipation for this team is sky high. Um, I don't think they've been this high in the way too early rankings uh, in a while. They're number three, according to ESPN. Yep. So mm -hmm. very exciting season for Corey Close and the Bruins. Um, we're going to start by talking about Charisma Osborne returning to this team. Um, obviously, like I said, one of the best players in the history of the program. It was a surprise when she said she was coming back. We were all preparing for her to say she was mm -hmm. declaring. Um, we'll start with Lauren. Just what were your thoughts when you heard that Charisma Osborne was coming back? Was it, I'm, I'm sure it was a surprise to you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she'd already spoken to us about in the media about donning the UCLA jersey for the last time. And then April 5th, she um, announces on Twitter that she's returning for her fifth year. Obviously, um, the COVID year of eligibility really um, opened up that new avenue for her and Cameron Brown as well to come back for fifth years. Um, I think it's just such good news for the team in, how, in terms of having the veteran leadership and their anchor back. And I think along with um, Lauren Betts, I think she's one of the main reasons they're ranked so high in the early poll. Yeah, I, I talked to her before one of the practices most uh, like a month ago. And she basically said she didn't know she was coming back either. She mm -hmm. kind of just randomly, I think she said she had a conversation with Corey Close and said, yeah. hey, I, I'm I'm thinking about coming back. And Corey was kind of like, it's up to you. Obviously, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Um, and so I think with her back, she's going to be one of the best scorers in the country, certainly the Pac-12, mm -hmm. one of the best leaders. Um, but not only is she coming back, Cam Brown as well. Grace, just what do you think she's going to add to the team coming mm -hmm. back? Feels like she's been here forever and gone through so many injuries, but it's nice to see her healthy and, and back with the Bruins once again. Right. I think Cam Brown is very underrated for the Bruins. Um, she obviously isn't really leading on any stats, but she started all season. I think she's really important in moving the ball in other stats like rebounding, assists, everything like that, and also defensively. So I think she's going to be huge for the team and just being that other piece because now they've gotten they've got so many leading scorers, so many imp important people in that piece. But I, I think she's another really important aspect of the team. Yeah, and like, I think you said it perfectly. Not going to lead in any stat, um, but I know Corey has her favorite stat. You know, the what did she call it? Kill Passion loop? plays. Oh, passion passion plays. plays, yeah. So I think Cam Brown's always at the top in the mm -hmm. passion plays uh, category. Um, and I know how much Corey loves to have her. Um, yeah. And the outside fan might, like you said, see the box score, not see much from from Cam Brown, and wonder why she's starting games, wonder why she's playing so many minutes. But players like her are the reason why teams win, right? It's it's mm -hmm. they're they're underrated, they're not appreciated, mm -hmm. and so it'll be interesting to see with another year of experience under her belt um, if she maybe grew in some other aspects of her game. But we know what she's going to do defensively and, and leadership wise. 
Um, so that transitions to our first question. Um, we're gonna this episode is gonna be a little interesting. We're all gonna kind of give <laughs> our opinions, our answers to um, a couple questions previewing this season for UCLA women's basketball. And the first one being, who is UCLA's most important player in 2023? There's a lot of um, candidates. You know, Charisma Osborne, of course. Kiki Rice. Is it Lauren Betts? Is it Gabriella Hawkes? Um, mm-hmm. We'll start with Grace. Who do you have as the most important player for UCLA in 2023? Okay, I have someone new. I think it's going to be Lauren Betts. Wow. I think UCLA has had so much success on the guard front, but the thing that they've really been lacking, especially in important games against tall teams, is height. I mean, they gave up so many points in the paint against South Carolina and Stanford and led to some big losses. So I think adding her in, I mean, she averaged a double-double in high school. Her last two years, she averaged a double-double in the America Cup. I think her rebounding, her scoring in the paint is so important and going to be a really important aspect of this team. Yeah, that's a great call. Uh, I think a lot of people are excited, like you said, really something that we haven't had in Westwood in a while. I know we had uh, Lauren Miller. I know Christina Wall Mm -hmm. is a very tall person in her own right, Emily Bassoir, but I think Lauren Betts could add a whole other aspect to this team. What about you, Lauren? Who is your most important player? Got to be Charisma Osborne. Yeah. I mean, it's a given, right? Like leading scorer last year, um, led in minutes, led in um, steals. I think that um, she also always talks about, you know, on the defensive end, the sort of prowess that she brings to the table there. So it's not only the stats on the offensive end. I think that all around this summer in the um, Team USA, playing with Lauren, they developed their chemistry there. Obviously, that's a huge advantage coming into this season. Um, But, you know, she, I'm sure she she has her goal set for this season. She's going to be entering the draft, and um, it's going to be sort of a really big tell for where she ends up after March. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's certainly the the easiest one, you know, take to to have okay, it. Okay, got it. <laughs> like, I think no, it's <laughs> No, it, no, I it's, know. <laughs> it, it's the fairest one, right? Like yeah. it's Charisma Osborne. Okay, She's what's one of your the, take? What's your take? <laughs> I I have I have Kiki Rice. Okay, um, fair. Also fair. Another fair take. Yeah. <laughs> another easy take. I love another this. It's going to be for anyone who watched the football pod episodes. This is uh, the dynamic here is it's it's, it's peak. This is better. Um Oh. Joseph and Jack are going to be disappointed. Um, <laughs> I have Kiki Rice. Okay. And yeah. the reason why is I think it's hard for Charisma to really take a leap. Mm. I think like. She's already elite. She's already elite. And mm. she already what she provides to the team has been there for many years. Sure. Oh, yeah. The points average has gone up a little bit. Sure. Mm-hmm. She's become a better defender. I know last year, I think it was a lot about her becoming a leader. Yeah. Um, but at the same time. She made it clear she didn't want to be the point guard of this team. She wanted to yeah. be the off guard. And Kiki Rice comes in. We know all the anticipation. One mm-hmm. of the highest recruits ever. Gatorade player of the year. Comes in, has a phenomenal freshman season. And there's some games where she was the leader. Um, I think back to that Stanford game in the Pac-12 tournament. Mm-hmm. She was hitting the free throws at the end. She was, you know, kickstarting runs. Yeah. And so I think it'll be really interesting to see how those two continue to grow in the relationship Kiki and Charisma and how they both respond to having another threat in the paint in Lauren Betts. Um, but yeah, we'll transition now. Like I said, I think this is going to be fun. I like this dynamic. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Um, we talked about the new player in Lauren Betts and what she'll bring, but you say is also bringing in Amanda Muse, a All-American, McDonald's All-American mm-hmm. um, from actually my roommate's high school. Not that anyone cares about that, but um, from, okay, flex. From, from the East Bay, um, Oh, that Brentwood. Yes, oh, not not SoCal not, Brentwood, not East Bay Brentwood. Brentwood. Um, Got it. Okay. What's interesting with Amanda Muse is that 
a very tall, very skilled post player, kind of similar to uh, Lauren Betts in terms of height being a huge aspect. Not similar to Emily Bissoir, who's sort of become more of a perimeter um, player, yeah. but it's going to be kind of interesting to see how much time she actually gets. I think on a lot of teams, you have a you know highly coveted recruit come in, and mm. they're getting you know Kiki Rice starting every game, being one of the most important players. I don't think it's going to be like that for Amanda Muse just because of how many players are coming back for UCLA, how strong the roster is. What do you think her role is going to be, Lauren? Do you think she's going to play over under 10 minutes a game? or Probably under. I feel like with Lauren Betts, if she starts in the paint as the five, Amanda's going to be competing for four with Gabriela Jaquez, with Christina Walla, with Lena Sontag. And honestly, Lena, I think, is like the defensive X factor for this mm. team. Maybe hot take, maybe not. Um, okay, <laughs> maybe hot take. Let her cook, let her cook. Um, yeah, I'm cooking. Um, but I really think there were a couple games, sorry, off topic from Amanda, but where Lena really displayed that, like, she can ship momentum, mm -hmm. blocking, and she led the team in blocks last season. Yeah. Um, and so for Amanda, it's really going to, for her to get minutes, she's going to have to outcompete and um, demonstrate to Corey that she's more valuable on the court. Um, at, in certain instances, and Gabriella, Christine, Lena. Um, and so and I Emily, think. And Emily. And Emily now. I mean, honestly, Such Emily's deep, like, it's so deep. Yeah. I, I didn't include Emily in originally because I was like, she's really developing her perimeter. perimeter. Yeah. And so for her in London, I feel like that's going to be also key. Yeah. Um, them hitting those, um, those deep threes. But yeah, I think under 10 minutes, I mean, she has time. Like, this is, this team is going to be deep for a long time, um, even after Charisma and, and, um, Cam Brown leave. What do you think, Grace? Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I was trying to think about this one, but I feel like we're really not going to know until mm -hmm. we see her on the court. I yeah. think the yeah. the forwards that UCLA has, they're all so different in their playing styles. True. And so she could play a little bit more like Emily with some three-point shooting, or she could play a little more like Christine and be very in the paint. So mm -hmm. I think it'll be really interesting to see how it unfolds in the first few games. It's a it's a good problem to have for Corey Close. Oh, I feel like we yes compared to two seasons ago. Three oh seasons man! Ago. Ever since we've been here, we're both seniors. Spread we've been so covering thin. this team for a um, while. All three seniors. <laughs> That's what I say. I said we're is both. both? <laughs> You're both seniors, and I'm a senior. <laughs> I'm, I'm saving myself right now. We've been covering this team for a while, mm -hmm. and the biggest weakness has always been depth. There's been COVID. Oh, yeah. There's been injuries. There's been not yeah. being able to okay, have international Angela, players shoot, come Angela. over. And we're forget we're forgetting forwards because Angela. there's so many forwards. Yeah, so many forwards. Yeah, I so. I, it's a great problem to ha have for Corey yeah, Close. Totally. It'll be interesting to see how she deploys everyone. I know last year she had more depth than she's ever had, and she kind of said she was going to press a lot, have a lot of people coming mm -hmm. in and out. And we saw it. There'd be games where like 45 seconds would go by and there'd already be a sub. Like yeah. she's yeah. going to have fun, I think, getting all these players in, rotating them in. And mm -hmm. um, the schedule is hard kind of right away. So she doesn't. Oh, get, she's not going to really have time to like play weak opponents and figure it out. They're going to be playing. I think they play UConn to like, in early Almost November, immediately, yeah. so I, it's um it's going to be interesting to see how Corey uh, deploys all of her weapons. But I know she's excited that she has them all. Um, now yeah. we're going to transition to uh, who's going to take the biggest leap this season. I know we we've had some some takes already. That was my take. Is it Lena? Bars. I don't. What is else it, do I say? Is it Lena? It's Lena. I like it. Yeah, I just think I mean. She played this summer for Team Germany, a couple different tournaments, one with Emily Bessoir. Um, and honestly, the way the coaches talk about her, she's so versatile. Like she, you know, coming in from an international, international team where in Germany she's not the tallest player, right? right? Like she's a she guard, was basically. 
she was a guard. Yeah. And that's why she had the most personal fouls on her last, last season. Because yeah. you're adjusting to like being a post player, adjusting to different refereeing styles in, in the United States. Right. I think there's just so much potential in her that I see. Um, and she really helped spread the floor, which is great. I mean, it was great last year. I think it's less of a factor this year because of how much depth we have and how much size. But I really think that, like I said, she can shift momentum like with the drop of a hat. And so I'm really excited to see where that takes UCLA. What about you, Grace? Um, I'm going to go with Lennon Jones. Ooh. She was UCLA's spark off the bench last yeah. season, first player <laughs> off the bench. Yeah. Um, and she had a successful freshman year. I mean, she had some 20-plus point performances, yeah. but it was kind of when they got into the Pac-12 tournament in the playoffs when her point averages started to go down yeah, a little she bit. She struggled a little bit, for sure. a little bit. Yeah. But I think she's really going to step it up this year, and I think – Honestly, there's probably a starting position open that Ooh. I feel like maybe she won't Ooh. start right off the bat, but I feel like she could earn it as the season goes on. A little foreshadowing from Grace. She had one start, right? What did it last season? She did. Well, Charisma missed a game and she stepped in. I think it was the Oregon State game. 19 points that yeah. most three-pointers. Yeah. She was phenomenal for most of the regular season. Like you said, and she struggled a bit at the end. but Yeah, and also with Gina Conti leaving, I think that's a, slot. That's, that's a role that was important last season. And I think Very. Kiki is going to fill a lot of that. But I also think London has a shot to fill some of that as well. Because Gina did contribute on the three-point end. Yeah. yeah. In the Pac-12s, we saw yeah. some critical threes. And just so. being a veteran, you know, there was a lot of new yeah, faces very, that year. Yeah. So I think, you know, Kiki's going to have to step in and be more of a veteran role. Charisma, we know what she is as a veteran returning. Um, so we had London and Lena. I was going to say Lauren Betts, but Wait, I'm, I'm <laughs> Lauren Wang, breaking news. She's on the team. I walked um, on. Um, I'm going to change my mind, though. I'm going to go Gabriela Hawkes. Really? Um, and it's okay. foreshadowing because the next question is going to be how we have our starting lineup. I'll just tell you right now, I have Gabriella in it. Oh, and I think right she away? Yes. I think she provides oh. something that nobody else on the team really provides, and that's like this wing scoring threat. You have a lot of guards, Charisma, Kiki coming off screens as ball handlers, mm -hmm. London, same thing. You have post players, Lauren, Emily, Lena, three-point shooters. But, like, who else on the team can really, like, catch the ball at the pull wing up. and, mm -hmm. like, take one dribble, take a pull-up jumper, mm -hmm. get to the paint, finish a layup, kind of right. do everything while also being a great defender. So it's I have Gabriella as taking the biggest leap. I mean, we'll just transition right now. Give me your starting lineups. Who's it going to be the first <laughs> game of the season? And then who's it going to be at the end of the season? Does it change oh. for you guys? Oh, okay. okay. Do you want to go? Well, yeah, uh, okay. go for it. I think Beginning we, of the season. we all know it's going to be yeah, who are Charisma, the Lauren Betts, Kiki Rice, and Emily Bestfar. I think, I think. Do we all know that? I think okay, it's going to be do. those four. <laughs> but Get in the loop, Gab. Okay. <laughs> There's no way you don't think it's anybody else. <laughs> like, okay, we'll see. Okay, we'll, see. Okay, we'll see. We'll okay. see. Who's at the your beginning, fifth? At the beginning, I think it's going to be Cameron Brown. I think she's going to go with the experience. Corey's going to go with the experience, with the veteran, uh -huh. with someone. They've got so many scorers on the floor. I think it's going to be someone who can bring in that ability to move the ball. But I think as the season goes on, it's going to be either London or Gabriella. I could, I could really see it being London. So you say London? Yeah. Take, have a stance. That London. we can hold you to for London. the entire season. By the end of the season, Grace Whitaker from the Daily <laughs> Bruin <laughs> says that London first. Jones will be a starter for the UCLA Bruins. 5-3. Five, 5-3, three. Okay. Five, three, by the way. 5-3. Three, Number three barriers. For the Five, Bruins. Yes. <laughs> starter. So true. What about you, Lauren? Okay, um, Since you have the same four, I assume. Same four. Same four. Staples. Charisma, Emily, <laughs> Kiki, Lauren, Betts. Okay. I think by the end of the season, I'm a huge Angela Dugalich, Dugalich fan. She's an everyone fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Force fan. I don't know. No, hey, I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. I respect um, it. 
Okay, so by the end of the season, I see Angela being in there. I mean, she played mm. seventeen. She that played seventeen take. minutes two yeah. seasons ago. Yeah, and she's. I mean, she's on the more experienced side besides you know being on the court, but she's like older in terms of years playing on the collegiate level. I feel yeah. like mm-hmm. she had that one year at Oregon. She came to UCLA. I mean, she seems very integrated with the team because um, she had one season to play. I feel like she's itching to get to be back. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So. So that's wait, that, that's beginning of the season. That's end. End. What do you have beginning? I mean, she's she, she's come back from injury. That's true. She'll be she'll get the immediate start. I don't know. I'm undecided. I don't mean to like waffle or anything. Call it. She's waffling. <laughs> I'm waffling. <laughs> what do I do? The pressure. The lights. Is okay. it Cam Brown? Uh, no, it's not Cam Brown. That's a hot take. Hey. That she's gonna start the season. I don't think that's a hot take. I don't I, think it is I, either. I, okay. I, there's so many other options now. I feel like. Well, Lauren, okay. What do you say? And I can't choose. She's that's waffling. The, she's oh, waffling. Oh, it's her first episode. She's <laughs> oh nervous. God, I'm cracking under the <laughs> under the pressure. Just just pick a name. Pick okay. A name pick a name. That we can um, hold you to. First one that came to my mind. Okay. Uh, Christine. Christina Wall is going to start. Uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, I, I, I just think it doesn't really fit because it's there's a, already it's like. It's a little bit of a toss up. It's there's a lot of tall players. Been full of the hot takes today. Hey, wow. Hey, okay. I, I like it. I, I, this I brought the heater. This the is what we want. We want the energy. We want don't, the hot takes. Don't, don't come for me in the comments. I'm afraid of that. <laughs> okay. Don't come for them in the comments. Be nice to them. It's their first episode. Um, leave that for Jack and Joseph. Yeah. My starting lineup, I gave you all that, and I have the same four. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what we thought. Okay. Kiki Rice, Charisma Osborne, mm-hmm. a mystery at the three spot, Emily Bessoir, who I think is- Who could be, arguably. Underrated every season, came back from injury, totally looked fantastic, so especially in the tournament. And then yeah. I do think Lauren Betts, at the beginning of the season, it's going to be Gabriela Hawkes. At the end of the season- it's Angela. gonna be Gabriela Hawkes. That's my oh. hot take. I think Corey loves Gabriela Hawkes. I think she's going to start the season at the three. I think she's going to finish the season at the three, and I think she's going to do the job. I, 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 I don't know. I, that's that's really? my take. That's my take. Let that's me cook. Let me okay, cook. He's cooking. <laughs> he bought the ingredients. He's cooking. <laughs> Last question. So we get out of here on time. Wait. Shout this. out to the camera lady. I keep forgetting yes. to shout out Zoe Busenberg behind the camera. Oh, she's killing it. Yeah. So we are going to. Do one last question. Okay. It's not really a question. It's just more broad. Mm. Expectations. Mm-mm. What should this team accomplish? They haven't won a Pac-12 title in the 21st century. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, they haven't been to the Elite Eight ever. Yeah, so they haven't. Yeah. Do either of those things happen this year? We'll start with Grace. Yes. Both? One? Um, one of the Pac-12 titles, whether it be mm. the tournament mm. or the conference. That's like a smart way and to like finagle your way to a safe but still yeah. bold take well, that was smart well i don't think they're <laughs> gonna win both okay because really? i mean usc and stanford and utah there's a lot utah. of really good teams in the pac-12 but anyways i i'm saying final four i'm oh i'm gonna say it Woo. so she starts with like the pa- i thought that was the hot take and then she's like hold she's this like, mm. <laughs> i am gonna say it i I think we won't really know until we see them compete against someone like UConn or yeah. South Carolina or something yeah. like that. But I think with the depth of this team and all the different pieces, if they can figure out a way to put it all together, I think this is their best shot. I mean, they're starting in the top four of their early rankings. Exactly. So, yeah. so they're the number one seed in the. Yeah, um, I want to hold you to it though, because we, we hold people We're going to. to no, no. So she has Final Four, but tell me right now, are they winning the regular season championship or the tournament? You got to pick one. Mm. I think the tournament. I think they're going to come back <gasps> with opposite. a vengeance. After okay, so then who losing? wins the Pac-12 in the regular season? Stanford. Utah. 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 No, no. Okay, I think opposite. I love this. This is great. See, they have hot takes. This is 
This is great. Yeah, we're not bandwagoning okay. out here. You, um, what do you say? Okay, flip flop of grace. I think they're going to win the regular season. I think they have like the sort of longevity to yeah, do that. The I depth, feel like right? the depth, and you know, if, if injuries come up, they have not the going to be an issue. Yeah. Um, I think you know, Pac-12 tournament is so obviously very unpredictable. Yeah. We were there last year yeah. when they. And that upset was the most Stanford. unpredictable one I think of the history of the tournament or something. And then so. Stanford exits the March Madness yeah. in the second round. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I think that even if they can't clinch that they'll be able to make it far in March Madness, I think. Right. How, how far? How far? <laughs> how far? We're holding okay, people to say, it. I'm going to say it. Final four. Oh, okay. I mean, Two the, final fours. The Pac-12 is so competitive as it is. They're just going to have mm-hmm. so much training in the in the regular season. I mean, they have nine teams in the way too early bracket. Yeah. Come on. That's the yeah. most of any conference. Rest yeah. in peace, Pac-12. But this is, you know, was that co- – did I not say that? No, you could say oh, okay. <laughs> Rest okay. in peace, Pac-12. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. Okay, no, you didn't. Okay. Um, but that's, that's what I'm thinking. I feel like the rigor of the regular season is just going to um, help propel them beyond their wildest dreams. Oh. Woo! The, 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 just amazing. I am going to say I've been on the fence. I've been, okay, hop over it. I, <laughs> Give us a hot take. I think they are not going to win the Pac-12. Which? Either. They're gonna, win, they're gonna win the tournament. That's I like not the regular season. I, I like how this team plays in tournaments. They showed it last year. Um, okay. I, you know what? I'm gonna change my mind right here on the spot. They're winning both. F it, we ball. Whoa. <laughs> they ball. They're winning both, but my hot take is that they're only going to the Elite Eight. Um, who are I, they gonna lose to? I mean, we don't know who they're gonna play in the tournament. I. Just say something. Say I, have to, I have to predict the whole NCAA season. My prediction is that UCLA will lose 68 to 65 in the Elite Eight. No, I don't know. I think Elite Eight, I think. We I would, mean, even that is. Impressive. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. They've never done it. Um, but I just think when you have the South Carolinas, the LSUs, the Yukons, the teams that are always there, there's something to be said about always being there and just right. having the experience. Legacy. So mm-hmm. I think they, if they go up against any of those type of powerhouse programs, the experience is going to help them. Um, but there's so much more to come from this program. Obviously, they'll lose Charisma Osborne, but yeah, a lot of Cam the core Brown will still too. be there. But a lot of the core will still be there, and so it's not like this is do or die. Um, but yeah, great episode. Great episode. Great episode. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Of course. I still swell after all of this. <laughs> the I'm first even of many. The f- oh, <laughs> the first of many. We are very excited to be talking about Woo-hoo. women's basketball all season. So, as always, if you watch the football episodes, you know how this goes. Spotify, SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, if you want to only listen to it. But we have guests that look way better than Joseph and Jack, by the way. <laughs> so if you want to watch the actual video, UCLA Daily Bruin YouTube channel. We're going to have women's basketball podcast episodes all season long. The energy was great. I hope you enjoyed. Take care. Thanks so much. Any closing statements? Five weeks till tip off. Let's go. She might have just dated what? the pod. We'll see when we release it. Oh, shoot. You're good. Thank you so much for watching. Tip off. Thank you. <laughs> Let us cook all season long. Thank you so much for watching. Take care. Bye-bye. Woo-hoo.